Hi, you're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a life and success coach who specializes in helping working professionals and entrepreneurs overcome imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are, and that someone is going to find you out, you've come to the right place. I use social and cognitive psychology, neuro-linguistic programming, and somatic healing to take my clients from imposter to empowered so they can go after the success that they want and feel worthy of it too. Let's dig in. Hello, hello, my fraud squad. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick. And as you are listening to this, I am on a beach in Mexico. I have been fully vaccinated. Hopefully at this point I had gotten my booster and we are enjoying ourselves in Mexico, of course, keeping ourselves safe. And that is where I am this week. So if you're like, Jill, where are you on Instagram? I am taking another social media break. I am taking one for the holidays. And as you're listening to this, as I'm recording this, it is about a week before I'm taking a two week holiday break from social media entirely. And then I'm also going to be taking a break when we go to Mexico. So I just really needed to switch off completely because I am one of those people and I have that ADHD brain that is constantly seeking dopamine that even if I'm telling myself I'm not working, if I have access to my social media, I will be scrolling and I will be looking at things. So I know myself and I know that that means I have to delete the app, log out of my account completely, um, and I'm going to enjoy it. So that is where I am in the world as you're listening to this. And today I wanted to talk to you about, first of all, first of all, I want to say that I have a new freebie available for you guys. It is a 15 day challenge called the worthiness challenge. And each day for 15 days, you get either a somatic journal prompt and somatic means like we're moving energy and emotions in the body so somatic is work with the body and subconscious work with the mind and as you guys know I take my coaching in the way of subconscious and somatic work that's how I do it to help my clients heal and overcome imposter syndrome and that feeling of unworthiness so you either get a somatic journal prompt or you get an EFT tapping sequence or you get a meditation complete with breath work so we are going to be recycling through those three things each day and they're all going to have a theme and working towards a common goal so it takes you on this 15 day worthiness journey and it's really amazing and you can get it for free you can just go to the link in my show notes and sign up for that and you will start getting the emails today and then your challenge will start the next day that you have signed up so that is something new that is something that's hitting your screens it already has been for about a month now when you're listening to this so jump on that there's already about 25 people inside the challenge which is so exciting so I'm so glad that they are loving it and I'm sure you will as well and additionally I am taking on more one-to-one clients so this is for the high achieving neurodivergent woman who is either in a leadership role in her career or you are an online business owner and this is for you to feel like an expert show up as an expert like truly feel like one and overcome that imposter syndrome and reduce those self-sabotaging I'm not good enough spirals you know the ones that just 
sends you into a tailspin and then you don't get any work done or you do show up and you feel like shit and you just feel like this is all for nothing, I hear you, I see you, and I help my clients reduce those by 50% or more. That is the one of the many results that comes from working with me is people feel like they have such a better handle on their thoughts and emotions. They're able to self-regulate and self-coach and get shit done and create the results that they want in their life and feel like an expert and feel worthy. So I have spots available for one-to-one coaching, as I said, so you can go to the link on my show notes and apply for that, or you can go onto my Instagram at yourcoachjill and send me a DM, and I will check it when I get back from vacay. So those are my little updates, and today I want to bring back something that I talked about a long time on the podcast, like long ago when it was the leading lady. I've changed my podcast like three times. At first, it was the growth sequence, and let me just tell you, if you are a business owner, please don't get too attached to any name or title okay because you are going to be changing that shit all the time and I was one of those people who would be like what should I name my podcast la 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 it doesn't fucking matter name it something you'll change it later more than likely you know like just make a decision and that is something that I've learned being an entrepreneur is like I just get to make a decision and I can change it later if I want to you know like really detach from thinking like you are making this life-changing decision like the growth sequence what the fuck is that so anyways so it was at first it was the growth sequence and then it was the leading lady for a bit where that's when I started talking about imposter syndrome I was talking about like leadership and it started to lead into imposter syndrome and then I fully changed it to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. And I did like all of those changes completely silently. Like I would just change it. And I get a lot of clients who are like, do I need to announce this and blah, blah, blah. You don't need to announce shit. You just have to start talking about it and start doing it. I get the drama behind it, but if you are legitimately making a decision for the future of your business, if you are finding clarity in your messaging, Um, take that action and it can be messy as fuck. And actually, this is a good segue into our topic today. So as I said, very early on when it was the leading lady, I was talking about imposter syndrome and the natural genius. And again, this is another term coined by Dr. Young, um, who wrote The Secrets of Successful Women. Again, I haven't looked at that title yet. I hope that's what it's called. But anyways, she coined the natural genius. And this is a version of feeling like an imposter. And this is essentially when you feel like you have to be good at everything immediately. And this is something that I find is very common in high achieving women. Because you have the identity of being good at things and always having your shit together. I don't know about you, but I am also the oldest daughter in a family of five, like with three children and two parents. Um, I have an older brother, but I am the oldest daughter, and then I have a younger sister. And as being the oldest daughter, you know, I really took on that identity of like having my shit together and being the organized one like whenever we do Christmas gifts for our parents like I'm always the one that organizes it and all of that stuff right so I had an identity of having my shit together and being good at things and the reality is is there is a lot of things that I've done that I'm not good at but I would pride myself on being good at the things that I was good at such as school 
and academia and writing and stuff like that, right? And I was really able to thrive when I got into the job market and I was able to climb the, it wasn't a corporate organization, it was a government organization, but I still climbed the ladder in terms of positions and I was just a really good studier and I had a lot of knowledge and I would retain a lot of information. Um, This was a part of my like able to hyper focus on things um, because I have ADHD, right? So it seemed on the outside that I had my shit together and that I was really smart and really intelligent, but on the inside, you feel very vulnerable and sensitive and like any bit of criticism can send you like reeling, can just really throw you back. And at the bottom of that was the fact that I just didn't feel good enough. So I had to perform or achieve in order to feel like I was worthy of love or validation. And this means that I would usually stop if I was bad at something or if it didn't produce a productive outcome. I would usually be like, okay, like this piece of art isn't going to look good. They're not going to hang it on the fridge. So why would I continue doing this? Or why would I continue to do an activity if it doesn't have a productive outcome? It's kind of like how when you're in sports in high school or public school, and then once you're done, you just stop doing them because unless you're going to become like a professional athlete, there's no reason for you to do that, right? But kids have the right idea with extracurriculars is it's not about um, being the best or achieving it's about having fun exerting energy doing something with moving your body and not necessarily always having to use your brain nurturing your creativity and again like having fun but when you have an achievement complex and you have an identity of somebody who is always good at things like you don't want to risk the fact that somebody would think that you're not good at something or would see that you're not capable or qualified or whatever story you tell yourself right and this again comes from worth based in achievement and productivity so I began to learn that I could only do things as long as it was producing an outcome. So when I got into university and it took up so much of my time, like 24-7 of my fucking time, I learned that unless I was doing something that was going to produce an outcome like graduating or getting a good grade like it wasn't worth my time because I literally had no time for anything else. That's what I would tell myself, right? And also... That was how I received love. I received love from my parents, more specifically from my dad, who who would be like, all of the things that you're doing are reasons for me to either be proud of you or disappointed in you. And like, he didn't know any better. That was how he was raised as well. But it taught me that my worth was in the things that I did and the things that I achieved, right? So when we start to just think that this is normal then I started going to working and I really didn't nurture any hobbies at all I was like when somebody would be like what do you enjoy doing for fun I'd be like I like reading and that's so basic like I'm like I enjoy reading which I do and it is a hobby of mine but it's because I actually read smut now (laughs) if you don't know what smut is you can google it I'm not gonna tell you but 
I read smut or I read just like just really just terrible fucking teenage fiction novels um, just because I want to, you know, it doesn't have to produce an outcome. And for years, especially after university, I because I started my fucking business right out of university because I was worse or because I was used to achieving so much, right, that I would only read books if they had a productive outcome, if they could help me with my business, if they could help me with content creation, you know, and it turned into me being like, I don't know who the fuck I am. I don't know what hobbies I have. Um, And it's because there was always an excuse. There was always something that needed my attention more. And I think at the root of that, it was like, well, of course, I'm going to work hard to graduate. Of course, I'm going to work hard to make money. Of course, I'm going to work hard to grow my business because I saw the long term benefit of that and how the results were going to help me long term. But I think we forget that there are moments, there's life in between our achievements and if we're not happy the achievements won't matter and happiness is in the little things it's in the moments it's how we treat ourselves right so I want you to listen to this and kind of do an inventory and be like wait do I know who I am am I a high achieving woman um do I know who I am and do I know what I like because it's definitely worth starting to investigate now but let's get into like why this is such a problem for you in terms of being this type of person that natural genius with that type of thinking and your worth in achievement and productivity is your worth gets rocked when you do something new so your new job where you don't know the ropes or a new business, especially my business owners, like you are throwing yourselves into the wolves den when you start your business. And for a lot of people, this will hold them back 100%, like hold them back from even making the tiniest decision or uploading an Instagram post is they don't know what they're doing. And you don't in the beginning, nobody knows what they're doing their first day of any job. And the problem is, is when your worth is based in achievement and when you're used to receiving love and validation and praise for the things that you're doing right and the things that you've achieved, it can feel like a big old fat disappointment and you can feel like shit because when you're starting something new, you're not going to get that perfect feedback, you know, like you're probably going to get, you're doing a good job, you're doing your best and you're kind of like, oh, I don't believe you because it feels like shit, right? Um, so whenever something new comes up, it can be really scary to step into that and it can feel like everything is wrong and you're doing everything wrong because you're so used to feeling comfortable in doing things right and being the one that knows everything and yeah so what this also does is it causes shame so then it goes into shame because you internalize that you're failing in quotations because you're not actually failing and then you isolate to not be found out you don't say anything you don't reach out you spend time in your head you probably say a lot of things to yourself but never journal it out or verbalize it to anybody um and if you do you kind of minimize it you're kind of like I just don't know what I'm doing but it's okay I'll figure it out but like you actually really feel like shit about it right so in order to rectify this we want to look back (laughs) We want to look back because if you are somebody who is high achieving, 
you have achieved your way up until this point, it has worked for you to be hard on yourself. It has worked for you to fake it till you make it. You have all this evidence of you beating yourself up to make sure that you achieve, 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 achieve. It's worked for you so far, right? But now you've gotten to the point of listening to this podcast or thinking, do I have imposter syndrome? Or maybe it's worth it exploring this worthiness wound, right? So now you're here. And yes, unfortunately, we are going to look back because the only reason though that I want you to look back and I've talked about this before is for objective analysis, right? So objective analysis, where did you learn this pattern of behavior? Where did you learn that? Okay, you start something new, you feel like shit, you beat yourself up, you tell yourself you're failing. Where do you start to be like, okay, I've got this because at this point you have worked through a lot of experiences where you were a beginner and what we want to change is how you talk to yourself during that time what we want to change is how you don't like yourself or even hate yourself and how you speak to yourself during that process of you being new and figuring something out because the nicer you are to yourself and the way you speak to yourself will affect your overwhelm your stress levels your productivity it will affect your future results and it will affect your happiness long term and that is always the goal so when you notice this happening if you're doing something new even if it's as simple as working on a graphic in fucking canva for the first time or something like that i remember when i started my podcast and i had to edit it using audacity on my windows laptop and i had to figure out how to upload it and do the feed link in soundcloud so it would go to apple podcast and all that shit i had no idea what the fuck i was doing i had to google everything it took me hours <laughs> to figure it out right um but i did i figured it out um and it probably would have been a lot easier if i was nicer to myself during that time right and it probably would have taken me a less amount of time as well in terms of constantly putting it off and experiencing a lot of resistance to it if I would have had this approach. So first, let's look back about where did you learn that this pattern of behavior worked for you? Where did you even learn that your worth was in your achievements or your productivity? Who did you learn to go to when you achieve something so they would give you the love that you wanted, like not to get all Freudian on you, but if you have a father... (laughs) that is similar to mine um, in terms of like just wanting that love and that attention and that validation. Um, And just look at that. Like how did you learn to receive that love and that validation? And where does it make sense? Like you are allowed to look back at your past and tell yourself, oh, that's where I learned that. That's where that's from. And then I want you to remember that your experience, while 100% valid, doesn't have to be your continued story. Like, yes, you learned that, but somebody has grown up in a different way and learned something different, right? So it is entirely possible that even though that was your real experience, Um, It doesn't have to be your continued story. So it it can be a real thing of your past. It doesn't have to be the story of your future. Okay, so I just want to say that. And then I want to go into facts, not feelings, right? So it is factual that you are doing something new and you entirely get to decide how that makes you feel. You get to decide if you're doing a bad job or a good job, right? You get to decide 
what you make it mean. And you guys hear me talk about that all the time in terms of what am I making this mean? Um, And you starting something new is the neutral circumstance here. It is not fact that you're doing a bad job, right? That is your opinion. And it is a neutral circumstance though that you are doing something new and you get to decide what you make that mean. You can also let yourself be supported and ask questions. Like this is another opportunity for you to go into what did you learn about accepting help and receiving help. Um, And this is another strain of imposter syndrome in terms of, I forget what it's called. I think it's called like the superwoman or something like that where like you you thrive in being able to like do things all on your own. You know what I mean? Um, So recognize your relationship to asking for help and recognize where you feel embarrassed to ask for help or ashamed like I've really experienced this whenever I hire a coach is I I almost feel like embarrassed that I have problems that need to be coached on but that's literally what I'm paying them for right is to help me and it doesn't help me to sit in my shame it actually makes things worse and I have to prove that to myself by actually saying the hard thing to my coaches instead of perpetuating the same pattern of behavior of sitting in my shame and that's actually really holding me back right it's just comfortable to sit in my shame instead of actually reaching out and asking for help and that fear or uncertainty only feels real to you because you're isolating in your shame like you not being able to ask for help or you um thinking that it's true that you're doing a bad job and that nothing is going to work out for you. Like you are only perpetuating that because you are not asking for help, because you're not verbalizing your feelings, because you are believing the stories that you're telling yourself that um, you need to have this all figured out. It needs to be easy right away because you're not immediately good at it. Um, it's, It's not worth it or you shouldn't continue. And I want you to... Practice the thoughts of my skills and knowledge are constantly being built upon and I can take my time. And I think these are really good beliefs or thoughts to start with in terms of your skills and your knowledge are always being built upon. I'm always learning something new, whether that's in a coaching call with a client or if I read something or if I am doing something for the first time, like I'm always learning and always growing and I always will be. That doesn't mean that I can't take action now. It just means that I can be kind to myself as I do this and reminding myself when these thoughts come up of you're not doing this right, be like, oh, I just started doing this. Like I need to really give myself some compassion here because I literally just started doing this and you can take your time. You can take your time. There is no rush. Um, and the more you believe that, the more you allow yourself to experiment and try new things. And again, take your fucking time. Okay, so that is my take on The Natural Genius. And I want you to remember that you are doing an amazing job. And again, you are throwing yourself into the wolves when you are doing something new. Um, especially if you have started a business, especially if you have gone into a new role. Um, and that it's understandable why you would think that way if your worth has always been in your achievement and your productivity. But I also want you to take this opportunity to decide that your future can look different and 
on the premise of the whole point of you having a business and for you living your life is to fulfill your purpose and you can't do that if you hate yourself you can't do that if you are mean to yourself you know like you can do it but you're gonna have a bad time doing it and you want to be happy you want to feel good you want to be happy you want to have happy moments um and it is the bare fucking minimum to be nice to yourself And the other part of this as well, as a reminder, is that hobbies, like hobbies and your identity and doing things that don't always have a productive outcome. If you are an online business owner, how you can do this is do something without documenting it. Just do it for something for you that's fun that's something that you don't put on instagram you know like it's just for you and it just do not attach a productive outcome or result to it whatsoever explore that part of yourself explore the part of you that is doing things that is just for themselves and if this is hard think about what you did as a kid that you enjoyed and you can start there okay so that's the episode for today And as a reminder, I am taking on one-to-one coaching clients now. So you can go to the link in my show notes and apply for that or send me a DM on Instagram at your coach Jill and we will chat. Love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program, The Worthy Woman Method. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.